What's up, everyone? My name is Justin Odisho, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is episode number four. Today, we have another guest on the show. I have with me someone that goes by the name of Chris, a.k.a. Pompsy. Uh, he's reached out to me on Instagram a while back. Um, he watches some of my video editing stuff, and we were just talking back and forth on some ideas. He's doing some interesting things. And so I thought it would be a good show to get him on the podcast and get some perspective from him from some of the projects that he's into his work his workplace and some of the things that he's doing so chris uh, i'm gonna call you pompsy from here on out welcome <laughs> to the show thank you thanks for having me thanks for making the time and uh, i guess to start off where does the name pompsy come from before we continue on for the people <laughs> wondering well uh, it's a play off my last name. My last name is Pomparelli. And so just like growing up, my nickname's always been like Pomps or Pompsy yeah. or C-Pomp or whatever. Like, So I just, way back when I made it Pompsy and just kind of stuck with it. That's like your The Rock. It's like your <laughs> branding name. I always exactly. found like if you can't use your, like eventually after full, I always feel like full name is the best, but then after full name, if you can get down to just one name, like seal that's when you've reached like the highest level or like oprah of branding <laughs> that's kind of the way i, I see it because like there's obviously chris you know chris is a very common name is so. pomparelli like italian or something yes uh, yeah is. okay cool and luckily that name's not like a common last name not i think only people in my family have that last name from what i know but um yeah pompsy was just something funny everyone just called me it so yeah it was just natural yeah well anyways um <laughs> so you do something pretty interesting at the moment uh, well mm -hmm. first of all you do a lot of video editing right and and you yeah. would, would what would you describe yourself as a video editor um or i just usually a content tell people creator? i tell people i'm a videographer and video editor but overall uh a video creator yeah yeah it's hard for me to describe what i do exactly but um, mm -hmm. and you currently work at Vayner Media, which I'm sure a lot of people who are watching me are familiar with and follow Gary Vaynerchuk and know all about this. Mm -hmm. So, so what, what exactly do you do actually? Um, so at Vayner, I do exactly what I described. So I'm, I'm a videographer and a video editor for a division of Vayner called Vayner Talent. And essentially what Vayner Talent is, is uh, they manage social media for, they do personal branding for clients. So they'll manage social media accounts and we film vlog, film and create vlogs for celebrities and high profile business people. And, and yeah, so I spend most of my time just editing videos and then based on what the clients are doing and if they need a videographer, they'll fly us out to certain events and, you know, to follow them around, shadow them and film them. Yeah. So, so you're... So you're based in like the New Jersey, New York area, right? Yeah, I work out of the New York City office. Uh, and what other offices of Vayner are there? There's New York, there's... There's an LA office, a London, a Chattanooga. Oh, yeah. And I think there's one more that I'm forgetting, but so yeah, there's a couple. You should know that. I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know there's there's five. Um, I, we'll yeah. just hope... Well, Gary's not going to listen to this or whoever is in charge, <laughs> but um, yeah. I don't, I don't think that's too, I don't think that's like 
how long have you been there actually i guess that goes into that um a little over three months like three and a half months okay, yeah so you, you, we can forgive that one you know when i used to work at like retails jobs and things i would uh i didn't know all the fun facts until like a year in well actually i when they brought me on board usually you would go through um like essentially like a training they call it orientation yeah and you learn everything about the company and what they're doing and all the brands they work with and everything but there was just so much work to be done at our division on vayner talent that they didn't they they told me not to go to orientation so just jump right in i just jumped right in i haven't i haven't done orientation since i mean so. it's been three months and you're doing the work right yeah <laughs> um so are you able to say like what like maybe some example clients that you've done work for or is that are you not allowed yeah. to say um yeah i can say um one of the uh, our biggest client like right now is uh a guy oh, I mean, named sure, Tom. are you sure you're allowed to say it right? <laughs> oh yeah yeah we could say it okay cool like a lot of them post on their instagram like it's so fun working with the vayner talent team, oh yeah 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 vayner media like it's you know it's a known thing and there's been uh articles in new york times t- talking about yeah. us even describing how much money we charge per client okay so, yeah, so it's kind of out there yeah but i'd say my favorite client we have is a guy named tom billiou and he's the founder of quest nutrition oh, i've which, heard of quest quest bars yep exactly which was evaluated at one billion dollars and he he i think he sold his stake in the company and right now he's just he's building his own empire which he calls impact the impact theory and um he has his own interview show that he runs out of his house in los angeles and yeah we just create a lot of content for him and he's just he's really into the matrix and inside the mind so he he has all these really really interesting people on his podcast or on his he has a podcast but on his um his interview show and stuff like that and it's just like it's a it's great he's a great dude Oh, that's cool. I just uh, Googled him real quick. I, I didn't never... I'm a, I am was aware of Quest Nutrition. But yeah. uh, I have to check this guy's channel. It looks like he has a YouTube channel, a whole bunch of other stuff, yep. and he's got some awesome guests on. He's had Tim Ferriss yeah. on his show. That's cool. So you guys... So I'm looking at his YouTube channel right now. So for example, do you guys... Are, are you... Is Vayner Talent creating these thumbnails? Or are you guys working more just on like Instagram or... Like, what well, is something that you might have worked on here, like an Instagram video? Yeah, so, well, I'll explain. Tom, Tom has, he hired us, and so we work with him, but he also has a whole in, in-house crew. I see. So he has, like, he's, he's like, on another level, kind yeah, of. he's on top of it. Yeah, so, like, his thumbnails are created by his team, but, like, all the vlogs are us, um, all the Instagram, all the Instagram videos are us, and... His Facebook is managed by us. Sometimes his team will give our team content and we repurpose or we'll re-edit or we just post what they give us. But uh, but the other clients, like we're creating everything. So we have, the team right now is about 15 people. Yeah, I was going to say, who's us when you say us? Uh, Vayner Talent. Like, and what does that consist of? Like, are you working lone wolf usually or do you shoot a video and then send it off to this guy and then he sends it off to this guy? So the way it works is Vayner Talent's a division of Vayner. It's our team. And uh, on Vayner Talent, there's like 15 people. So we have a whole, um, our whole crew is, we have producers, 
that deal with the clients and you know kind of relay back and forth like what when they need videographers and like they'll send them content to get um for to get approved or or whatnot yeah. and so then there's the videographers that will go out and film and grab the content and then edit the videos um and also edit them for like the different channels like twitter uh instagram yeah. facebook because each one has like different rules and a little bit different styles and stuff like that um but then besides the editors there's we have a couple people called growth hackers how which many are more editors are there side. If, if, if um you off, sorry no that's cool um there are there's only four there's so you four and, a, and a few other people yeah and real it. quick just to backtrack uh, mm-hmm. You said Vayner Talent is a division, like compared to like what? There's Vayner Talent, there's Vayner what? You know, like what are the few different divisions, and where what are you guys different in? Yeah, so kind of the way Vayner's made up is there's like teams for e- based on like every client. So um, I don't know if I'm able to say what okay, yeah, uh, yeah, companies work for. Yeah, you don't have to I'm get gonna... into anything like that. I'm just uh, I'm just wondering from a curiosity standpoint, yeah. like. What is uh, I I get what Vayner Talent's purpose is, but mm. it seems like a small subsection that's working on a specific type of thing compared to the rest. Yeah. But um, so very different than the rest. So would I mean? Would you say that's because you guys are more like a an independent uh, product like production like media production crew for all these different social channels, whereas the other the other platforms are, are doing something different? Um, I guess you could say that. I guess the best way to put it is, uh, or to compare it, is like, it's modeled after Gary, Gary's yeah. whole like. Oh, format. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, you take that crew. formula and, yeah. and apply it onto other people. The only difference is that our team deals with multiple clients and Gary's team is I'll just Gary. <laughs> so that's why you see like, you know, yeah, all focusing on constantly. him. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if someone like me was to want to have you guys put my socials through the funnel, mm-hmm. is that viable or do I have to be a certain company or is it just no, like you can... put the money up and you can do it? Exactly. It's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know I would never do it. But uh, I mean, that's the cool part is I'm kind of like a jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. I know a little bit of Photoshop and a little bit of editing, so I can make all my thumbnails. I can do all my Instagram posts. The hard yeah. part is I can't be everywhere everywhere at once. So mm-hmm. when I'm really pushing out, when I'm doing this podcast with you right now, I can't be doing anything else, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I have to try to be everywhere at once and at the same time try to work on top of things too and create products and do different things. Would you say everyone on the team is a bit of a, jack of all trades or or do you not need to be like you're a videographer and video editor but w- would you say to get a job there you kind of have to be able to do everything i mean i can sp- i can't speak to all of vayner media but i can speak to obviously like vayner talent and for for our team like i you know my biggest skill is you know shooting and editing working premiere and like some of the other adobe um programs but there's people on the team that have no idea how to edit video you know they're just producers and they have you know they know like oh at three minutes in like you should cut out this word or 
oh, she looks not, she doesn't look good at this angle, so let's switch that up. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, I'd say like the videographers are, are the most kind of like jack of all trades. We do have one guy on our team that's a producer technically, but he's like an incredible video, video editor and uh he knows after effects and like graphics and photoshop yeah. and everything so he's like a jack of all trades for sure yeah. but so yeah everyone has their special positions and then obviously mm-hmm. if you can be it helps but i cut you off at an import at an interesting point growth hacker you said there's a growth ha- someone yeah. labeled a growth hacker on the team i can kind of yeah. guess what that is and i feel like i i probably do it too but what is that it sounds crazy right <laughs> it's like a new thing but basically like I mean, you know what an influencer is. It's yeah. like someone who, you know, has a big Facebook or Instagram channel with a ton of followers. And so the growth hackers are people that know how to network w- within those communities. And a lot of times, like, for instance, we just recently brought in an intern onto our team. And he's a younger dude, but he has a um, he's an influencer on, on Instagram. He has like a basketball channel on instagram that has like almost two hundred thousand followers yeah and he pretty much got brought in to just just like you know we our team can learn some more uh networking and growth hacking from him on how to What's grow the channel i like feel that. like i just got messaged by a basketball channel um this guy b-ball <laughs> this guy has the at name b-ball and he watches my stuff and uh no that's that's not him um uh, i forget what his channel is called maybe it'll come to me later um yeah i don't remember off anyways the top of my head. it's not very important but yeah i get what you're is, saying but these people who might not specifically be like a camera guy or producer mm-hmm. but they have this kind of new type of skill of knowing how to maneuver on these platforms like instagram exactly. and twitter and maybe having the right connections and networks yeah that's yeah, a it's very like interesting, really interesting position yeah yes yeah, super cool to me and like I'm sure like you have some insight onto that now too. Now yeah. that your you have a, your channel blew up and you know you're doing some awesome things. Um, but yeah, to me like that's what interests me a lot. Like because that's I didn't know anything. I'd never heard of a growth hacker before Vayner. Yeah. I was just like oh, I want to you know I I want to make videos and I I like the idea of like marketing and learning about that. But I had no idea like what a growth hack hacker could be. So it, it was I learned a lot you know, in a short amount of time. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting position. I wonder, like, what the daily schedule is like. It's probably very, like, day-to-day, very different. Yeah. They just, like, analyze all these metrics, and they just do a lot of research to find out, like, which communities apply mm-hmm. to who. Like, like this is a – here's a cool example. Um, so we have another client called er- – called his name is Eric Cass- Yes. And <laughs> – um, what was it again? Cool. Sorry, but Eric. Eric Casabiri. Okay, and he is the CEO of Retro Fitness, and so recently um, we reached out to this guy named Robert Frank, who's a fitness guy, very very popular on Instagram, like two hundred or over four hundred, maybe five hundred thousand followers now, and he's just he's like a he's. He's a workout guy, fitness guy, but he's uh, he's very entertaining, very funny. And yeah. uh, we reached out to him, and he was featured on Eric Castleberry's vlog show. And because of that, Eric gained a ton of followers. And you know that specific vlog with Frank in that the episode, like, is his most viewed yeah. video. And 
it was just a very good way to like network and growth hack that way yeah just putting things together in the right place i feel like a lot of that is instinctual for creators like me and yourself and maybe someone's listening we kind of we have this gut feeling of okay i know i need to make a video about this topic or if Mm -hmm. i could do that like that, that would be interesting like even this podcast i just feel like it'd be interesting to get a perspective of someone like i was telling you from the inside to talk mm-hmm. about some of this stuff and and that that would be an interesting podcast for people a lot of times people ask how i come up with ideas and when you're a one-man team like this i i have to do all of that stuff like i have to be the growth hacker i have to be the producer i have to be the editor i have to be the networker whatever at but, least at this point yeah it's fun though yeah. do you enjoy it oh no yeah i love doing it i'm just that's yeah. like my favorite part but it's it's cool mm-hmm. to see it all like fleshed out into if i was to have the flexibility to have a whole team around me like how i would flesh it out and like the different roles like gary's doing yeah i do like the idea of having a team because like for instance i i'm okay with photoshop but there were times where you know it's just like, hey, uh, Nicole, can you just, <laughs> yeah, can you make this uh, this graphic for me? And then she just like whips it up, like, yeah. And then I just plop it in the timeline. It's like, yes, yeah, I much, have to like It's do like a that. factory. So yeah. you have your own channel, right? And and mm-hmm. what's that looking like? Because you have your own channel plus you're an employee at Vayner. And mm-hmm. by the way, are you like a full time employee, a part time employee, or? Right now I'm a resident, so it's... Oh, like a creative resident. I guess before we get into that, why don't you explain how you got that position that you're into? That'll take us right into that. Yeah, for sure. So I've like always been into video since I was young, and I pursued it in college. And uh, right out of college, I got this job uh, on the marketing team, like doing uh, photos and creating videos for um, a small... um, small company a digital signage company like in my my town and so i was doing that for a few years traveling and really enjoying it and one of my coworkers on the marketing team was like you ever hear gary vaynerchuk i was like no who's that and one was was oh my god what year was this um this was in february of this year oh cool so very early very recently so he he uh introduced me to gary and i was like no but i'll check him out so then obviously i instantly got hooked on him because i just i don't know i yeah, just I love feel like him, a lot so. of people do i can always tell when someone has recently like got hooked on gary just because the way they'll email me or message me like i always know yeah. like okay this person's just watched some gary <laughs> <laughs> we could talk about oh my god the dms i get man yeah like we, we can sure. talk about that later but but, um, but keep going so your friend introduced you so yeah he introduced me so for a couple of weeks, every day after work, I'd get home and just watch his, you know, watch his vlogs, and I was getting motivated and learning and enjoying it. And then one day he released this video called "Are You, uh, Are You D Rock?" It was in, you know, part of I his vlog series. I saw that one. I think I, saw, I I've I've been following Gary, I guess, for a similar amount of time. I think a little bit before 2017, but uh, mm-hmm. when I was trying to like restart my channel and get things off the ground, I I was consuming every book and thing that I could find about it. And that was right around the same time that he was, I think, like really blowing up his own channels and going mm-hmm. hard. So I naturally, I ordered all his books. I found his stuff and uh, I would say he really helped me out too. But yeah. I, I saw that video and and explained what it was to someone who didn't see it. 
basically um and who's d-rock first of all i know who he, i know who he is but who's d-rock d-rock is gary's videographer like personal videographer and like quick side note the way i learned because you know i got to know d-rock and he's like a really great guy yeah and i asked him like how you know how did he get this job because he kind of pioneered this new style like vi- personal videographer yeah and he's a notable he told me, one yeah for sure and he what he told me was he was at college and he saw gary doing a speech at his college and he's like well that guy's awesome so then he just went up to him and introduced himself and blah 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 and gary said to email him and then so drock kept emailing him like hey can i create a free video for you hey can i create a free free video for you 11 emails later gary's like yeah sure come here and so it turned into gary's first vlog ever and it was called through the clouds and dirt and yeah. basically yeah all, like all drock did was like follow him throughout the day and then at the end of, end of the day like he just pieced together this edit and gary was you know he saw something in that and then gary just gave him a job and then it just went from there yeah so really so then cool they stuff. put out a video called are you the next d-rock yeah so it was like gary has this thing called biz dev sunday yeah and he, he i guess he tries to engage with his audience on new ideas and stuff but in this specific one he was asking if there's other videographers out there that would be interested in doing a similar job to d-rock for vayner media for other clients and so like i came home that night and watched that video and it was three hours old when I watched it. And he was saying, like, oh, there's going to be a form on the website. You can submit and blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, man, this this video is, you know, it's new. Like, I, I might have a shot if I really jump mm-hmm. on it. And so, like, I literally just, I went right to my computer. And I already had this idea of, like, creating a video, like, that was, like, a video resume of, like, what I've done in mm-hmm. video. And I was thinking about creating that for just for the hell just, of it yeah. to maybe get other jobs. But then I was like, okay, this is the perfect way I can apply this idea so I stayed up all night, made this video, and then I submitted through the website on the form for the RUD Rock position. But I also sent my video with it. And um, how long yeah, did they, that video take you? All like all night? Yeah, it took me all night. Um, I can't remember if I think it was in the middle of the week too. So I must have been super tired that next day at work. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, so where were you working at at the time when you applied? At the time, I was working for this company called f2b services and it's a digital signage company and it's a really great place um similar uh, thing like content creation yeah that's what i was doing there yeah it was awesome but so so you submitted that form i remember seeing that uh i feel like i threw an email in just for the heck of it even though i was already very busy on my own stuff Mm -hmm. but i feel like (laughs) i just like threw an email in just to like get my just just to put my email out there but uh (laughs) just to get on some list maybe but um so what happened after that how did did you get reached out to or literally nothing happened like two or three days went by nothing happened and i was like okay i'll submit again so i submitted again and then nothing happened and i was like you know what um let's email someone let's email drock so i emailed drock could initiate didn't didn't hear anything so i emailed again after a day or so didn't hear anything and I was like, ah, oh, man, like, you what can I You probably spent a lot of time on the video, and you're like, someone has to watch. Someone's <laughs> going to watch this. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, like, so instead of just emailing him again, I changed the header of the, the subject header of the, the email, and I changed it to not giving up, period, with a period at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like know why. Caps. I thought that was extra dramatic. No, it wasn't all caps. It was just, 
um, yeah, not getting yeah, up. Yeah. Period. It's like a clickbait <laughs> title. Exactly, but you should you know, put hashtag. Or you should put like parentheses emotional, <laughs> and then parentheses not clickbait. I'm gonna start not clickbaiting my email titles. Oh man, but the clickbait—it's a real thing. No, that, but, like, but it but it worked, right? So that worked. That might have got me the whole job. Like just changing that one thread. That's so, like, an what amazing was, point. Yeah, like what was the what that. was the old title that you were using? It was just, uh, it was Vayner like application one oh you... one one two three. <laughs> it was um, are you D rock position? That's like it. Something like that. Like really like, generic, yeah. Yeah, some yeah. Now you yeah, just gave up your secrets, so you're gonna have to like, we're gonna have to do the next thing now, like the next level. But <laughs> so, anyways, you emailed that to um, and by the way, this video is available on your YouTube channel, right? Which I'll leave a link to. Yes, yes. Cool. So people can still watch this video. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you so now you finally sent it with the new title. So I'm pretty. So he the ne- literally the next day, like he got back to me and he asked me where I'm based, and I, and I was like all excited. Like I told my mom, I was like, "Mom, like dear, I can't answer me." Yeah. She's like, "No way." <laughs> but <laughs> um, Does she know who he was, or you've been <laughs> telling her like what you're doing. I told her like. For some reason, I just like knew that I was gonna, I was gonna. You were telling her about this exciting this new opportunity that you might potentially yeah. be doing. For some, yeah, that's what I told her. Yeah. And that's what people do with right? They talk with their parents. Yeah, <laughs> I always tell my mom. Uh, but anyway, he answered me, and then we just like emailed back and forth a few times, and then like, um, the executive on Vayner Talent called me the next day, and then. She just asked me to come in for an interview, and then I came in. To the New York and, office? Yep. So it wasn't like a crazy uh, stretch for you. didn't have to like buy a plane ticket and like fly to L.A., and it was a bit no. more of like a day trip, right? Yeah. So I live in New Jersey, and um, to get to New York, I mean, if there's no traffic, it'd be like less than an hour maybe, but, you know, because New York's like crazy traffic, it takes about two hours with the train. So I... It's not super far, but um, yeah, yeah. Went so, there. So you went there, and uh, what was that like? And you have another video on your channel too, that's called "What It's Like to Work at Vayner," which I think, uh, if whoever's listening, I think that's a cool video to check out. You kind of show like walking into the office, like going up the elevator, like what the actual office building is set up like, the the snack area mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. Um, that video has been doing well for me, and I've been getting a lot of comments and questions about it, yeah, which I is think, awesome. Yeah, you have a very uh, interesting perspective that you can that you can bring from the inside, which a lot of people are interested mm-hmm. in. But um, so I think we're touching on a lot of interesting points here. One was so so continue the story. You walk up there, and I mean, I'm going to ask you in a little bit later about how you're balancing your job and the YouTube channel and what that's like, or if there's any rules to it. But, um, (laughs) so continue on. You, you got the call, you go up there and then what? So, yeah. Um, so I also, I had another idea because I knew like, okay, I got this opportunity to, you know, I got seen and I got the interview, but that's probably not going to be enough. So what I did was I made like a, I woke up and made a daily vlog so like I showed up to Vayner with my with my camera and like vlogging, and then I went in the interview like vlog status yeah. with my camera, and they're 
and they were like they were excited they're like oh what are you, are you making a video like can we see it when can we see it and i was like yeah uh I want, i'm making a daily vlog of today because one of the main things they they were asking me and the main thing that gary prioritizes in general is, is speed like yes. that's everything to the company it's like you know you gotta have the skills but if you don't have the speed then you might as well just quit um so they they're asking me about speed so this was my way of showing that i had speed i said like um tomorrow morning i'll have the vlog done so i woke up was <laughs> that normal for you or you like were you did you like say no, it and then you had normal. to back it up you're like yeah i'll have it done tomorrow morning 8 a.m and then you're like yeah. wait what did i get myself into <laughs> <laughs> kind of like i knew i could get it done but i knew was, yeah. i was gonna be super tired but I was motivated enough to make it, and I'm happy with how the video turned out. And so the next morning, sure enough, like I had the video, and I sent it to them, and they were all stoked on it. And yeah. I think that kind of helped me even more so to see, like, oh, he has the initiative, and he really does want to work, and yeah. he has passion. It was like a one-two punch. It was like exactly that was the two. That was my right hooker. Yeah, there was another right. jab. <laughs> jab, yeah. But um, <laughs> so. So that basically sealed the deal, and then they, they emailed you. You got started, basic normal job stuff, right? Exactly, yeah, normal job. I think a lot of people watch Gary, and they see the office, mm-hmm. and they don't get to see like the normal job side of it. What is like? Can you speak on that dynamic that that it's a real job with like real employees, and at the same time, it's also like a big like youtube channel and people following <laughs> yeah it's this is the craziest thing like because for me i was a big fan before i you know before i got this job so when i went in there you know i was like oh my god like when i first saw gary my first day like in his office i was like oh my i was like whoa that's gary like that's so cool mm-hmm. but that quickly fades away and you realize that it's just it's literally just a normal job it's a normal agency like yeah. it's I, it's a little progressive if, uh, you know they have you know the vlog like whenever gary's walking around like there's people following him and filming and can you just people... like whip out your camera and that's the thing so you're obviously on job to create content for other people and you have stuff to mm-hmm. do but at yeah. the same time they encourage pro- they're a little bit progressive but you can't just be vlogging at work and not doing your work no you totally can here's the thing like gary he does not a liar like he says like you know, everyone should vlog, whatever, and anyone can vlog. There was a couple of days where I was like, kind of like vlogging in vain at Vayner, but y- like you said, there's a lot of work to get done. Yeah. There's like no time to do this vlogging stuff. Yeah. You know, like there's a ton of work, and it's it's a job. So, you know, I've been there for months now, and that what it's like to work at Vayner was like the only video I really only vlog kind of video I was able to come up with because I was just so tied yeah. up with all the work. So so you're totally allowed to create content. Obviously, you're not allowed to, like, s- not steal, but, like, take the work that you're sending to others and, like, use it. I'm sure there's some sort of line that's common sense. But um, how are, like, how is that in your plans right now to balance? Because you're creating content full-time for work. And then mm-hmm. you also, do you have plans? Like, what are your plans on, on where you want to take your channels and and things like that because you have your youtube channel too which is now kind of like your side project that you can throw mm-hmm. a video on here and there how are you balancing yeah. that so it's been tough um you know the job's been taking a lot out of me because i have a long commute right now and um 
and I don't know if people know the work hours at Vayner are uh, nine to six, so it's got that extra hour, and you're allowed to take an hour lunch, yeah. which is okay, but it's still an extension. So, you know, I do a lot of editing on the trains uh, when I'm commuting and stuff like that on my own projects. But um, yeah, it's been it's been tough because when you go, I mean, it's been great being able to go to work and get paid to just do video, and um, you know, you grow so much from doing it constantly yeah, and meeting people and. I'm sure just mm-hmm. the things that you've learned in the past three months are super valuable, things that would For take sure. you forever to have learned yeah. on your own. Yeah. But what I was what I was going to say is, yeah, so when you get out, you kind of are a little less motivated to like do more editing yeah. for your own. Yeah. But luckily, I'm starting to like understand the balance and stuff. And basically, what I want to do with my channel is I, I'm not going to be, you know, the VaynerMedia vlog guy. That's not me because yeah. it's just... Too specific. Know, people, yeah, it, but also Vayner's not, it's a job, man. Like, it's yeah. not, you know, if I was with Gary all the time, maybe it would be cool to have a vlog. But, you know, I'm I'm doing work and stuff. So it, I don't, it was cool. Like, I think it was great that I was able to give that insight and what it's like to work at Vayner and make that video. But from there, there's not too much extra I think I can make. So I'm yeah. just focusing more on my own projects, documentaries. And um, one cool thing about me is that... Um, I get to fly free because my sister works for United. So one of the things I'm going to start doing is like traveling all over the place to meet people. Make is that like a family benefit or is it like... Yeah. That's a really cool benefit. Right? It's crazy. You get like one flight a month or something or one flight a year. No, it's literally unlimited. Wow, that's really cool. It's crazy. Yeah, so I'm trying to to use that to my (laughs) I need someone to work at United for me. So, so So you've got other ideas and documentaries and things that you want to work on too for sure i think the direction my channel i want to go with my channel is i want to be um some a videographer and an editor that's that can shed light on other perspective editors that look up that want to learn and uh see how to maybe get a job in the area and in the um um in the field and uh can be to give insights and uh help people out that way while also you know producing a lot of awesome fun content yeah so i'm sure you've seen basically you're um you're right next to the source like when you're right next to all of it everyone around you is probably content minded and creating Mm -hmm. all the time you just pick things up and you pick up a speed and the pace and i'm sure just watching gary from a few distance away you start to like pick up things on your own isn't that kind of weird dynamic where you're seeing him preach all this stuff like vlogging and and whatnot but then at the same time you're working the nine to six and Mm -hmm. i think i feel like it's it's just the longer you stay there you're just going to naturally pick it up from him and start doing your own thing do you feel like that's a weird like dichotomy there i think gary rubs off on a lot of people like do people just get super inspired by being too close in the office and then just jump ship like three months later often (laughs) i don't know man it might be i mean for me i can speak to myself like i was super motivated to go there and like i was just like yeah like work 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 blah blah blah, hustle whatever you know but after a couple months i was just kind of like it just like wore off and i was just like 
back into the grind yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> i wasn't as excited but i guess that goes for anything that you yeah. really want and then when you get it it's yeah, not exciting yeah. things are not yeah things you quickly get used to anything so yeah that's why you have to have like very good motivations and why whys but um so mm. what tips like you're saying you i'm sure people can pick up some useful stuff from that story that you just gave but so for me, I don't really take clients much. I'm much more focused on building a community and audience and doing other things, not specifically client related and mm-hmm. landing a job or, or editing job related. What tips can you give someone who's looking to maybe just starting up who would love to do something like you're doing um, mm-hmm. how to land that position as a an editor when they maybe don't have much experience or networks or connections at wherever local place they're at or maybe Vayner or wherever. Yeah. So the good thing and the thing that I love about video the most is you have deliverables, right? So so if you want to do work for someone or get a job, they say, okay, show me something. And you, here you go. And, you know, here's my videos. Here's my work. You have something to show. I think it's the best thing. So for people that want to do this, work, learn, you know, make videos, make them as good as you can. And then you have that to show people and that will get you, you know, that's literally what happened to me. That got me jobs. So I think that's what people have to do. They have to really just don't like kind of tune everything else out and just get really good at the craft. And if you need to, you know, if you need money and you can't get a job with video, you get whatever job you you can. And then on your off time, that's just the most practical way to do it. So So. you would... that's another thing. Like a lot of people might not want to work for free technically, but a lot of times mm-hmm. doing something for free can land you a, a pretty good opportunity if you if you put it in the right places. Yeah, just you like have to D-Rock work for free. Yeah, it's just not even a question. Um, like there's Nobody's a couple. Nobody's gonna pay you at, for this. It's a it's a touchy yeah. subject for a lot of people, but definitely if you're trying to shoot for that, shoot for like a. Oh, what's that word in a hail mary in football you're gonna have to <laughs> yeah. do it like for free on you don't you're not gonna be throwing a hail mary and at the same time waiting till someone pays you to throw it i think at least for me it's like there's certain jobs i can get and i get paid for first time you know yeah but there's also like things that are higher that i that i want to aspire for that, that opportunities I'm not, yeah opportunity that i'm not quite there yet maybe not good enough but i can you know, I can get that job for free. Maybe I can, yeah. you know, learn and get experience for free. So you kind of have to just learn from where you're at and be practical and knowing, like, you know, how good your work actually is, like, unbiasedly. So, what's your next moves? Like, what are you looking to do now in the next six months to a year with all the different opportunities you've done in the past couple months and all the things that you've learned and the projects that you're working on? My goal is to really grow my YouTube and like grow community and you know the last couple of weeks I've gained a good amount of followers and it's been good and I'm just trying to gain that consistency there and um, and grow from there. That's really it um, and just continue to get better at video and video editing and then just see where it takes me. Um, yeah, it's pretty pretty simple for me. That's a good goal. I, I like that. It's like I'm similar in that a lot of my goals are very general, but they're general they're not too specific but they're similar like see where it takes me and mm-hmm. that's my same yeah. idea like i just want to grow it as 
as big as I can, and I know think things will come from that. For I sure, it goes deeper than that, but yeah, I mean, I've you, you and myself, we all have our dreams and you know our biggest, big, huge goals. But um, for right now, it's it's more simple. I just I just want to keep getting better and better, and and just ride that wave, and then and then you know when I get closer to my goals, then we can maybe uh you know figure out how to actually attain it you know yeah more concrete plan (laughs) yeah you 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 can never know you know the general direction you're heading but you sometimes you it's impossible to get too specific but um yeah so a little side note as we wrap up here so how did you Mm -hmm. find my stuff and uh, this is just a selfish question some selfish research uh like how does my stuff help you and does my stuff where does my stuff reach does anyone else use my stuff or like how do you guys i'm sure not all of you this ties into a lot of people ask me if they should go to film school or how i learn all this how did like you learn all this and how did a lot of people around you that you see are in these interesting positions learn everything i mean i went to school for for video and learned a lot that way but i've always just learned on my own and learned on youtube and so you know, if I didn't know how to do something, I'd search for it on the internet. That's why channels like yours are just amazing. Um, the way I found you was... Always plug. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, yeah, continue. for sure. Um, the way I found you to, or, uh, your channel um, was actually through my friend, uh, Gustavo. And he he asked me, he's Does like, Chris... he work there too? He worked at my old job. Oh, uh, okay, cool. And he was like, Chris, the days come. I want to learn how to make... I want to learn how to edit videos. And I was like, cool. So I started showing him the basics of Premiere. And then he started just like watching tutorials. And he's like, oh, you, you should watch this guy. His name is Justin O.T. Show. He, he makes really great tutorials. And I was like, okay. And uh, I just, that's how I started watching you. And, you know, you're, you're, you're my favorite per, uh, tutorial person to watch. You, you're just like very concise. And, you know, you don't, you take your time and your, your videos are like, on the shorter end and they're not just like you know so a lot of a lot of these people don't know how to like teach properly you know like you'll have to like pause the video and then like rewind yeah. it and then but yours are easier to follow so i appreciate um, that yeah thank you i get i yeah for sure. I, I, I hear that i know i'm not like the greatest editor but i do sometimes people do tell me like someone just told me the other day the thing is i i can explain stuff or i can at least mm-hmm. i teach it properly but um enough about me though <laughs> who else do you <laughs> Who else do you watch on YouTube? Um, do you watch Jake Paul? Are you a Jake Pauler? I do not. No. I am aware. I'm aware of him. <laughs> I'm aware of a lot of YouTubers, but I'm very selective with who I watch on like a regular basis. Um, my favorites, uh, Casey Neistat and Danny Duncan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I watch both of them. Two but, very different people, but very similar in some ways. <laughs> Danny's just, I just love that guy. He's I hilarious. Like, does Danny has a personal it's videographer funny. now too, right? He does, which is oh, another thing. Him. I another thing I'm I wanna I wanna talk about if we can, yeah, is um, YouTube videographers because that I feel like is gonna really become a big thing. Um, I recently like started talking to the video editor for John Hill. I don't know if you know that guy. Yeah. I actually some John Hill the skater, right? Yeah, he's just like a skate YouTuber guy. Actually, some guy messaged me on Instagram. And he said that my videos helped him get a position or 
he edits like Instagram videos for John Hill. Not, I don't think he edits his whole stuff, but like sometimes on the Instagram stories, when you see like the swipe up for a new vlog, yeah, the guy said uh, he learned how to edit from my videos and he's uh, he got that opportunity, which and he seemed like a younger younger dude, so yeah, that's great. That's kind of interesting. You should so, be uh, getting some money out of that, right? <laughs> no, I shouldn't be. <laughs> I mean, I I'm I'm getting some type of benefit because the dude yeah. watches me. Yeah, for sure. I can't claim, like, it's like a butterfly effect. Like, I love that I could teach, so I could put something out there and then that kid might find it and then learn how to edit on his own skill and his own, like, determination and then mm-hmm. get, a, get a cool opportunity. And then it's like somehow I've influenced the world in some way where, like, now yeah. I'm indirectly helping out John Hill's Instagram stories. Indirectly. That's an awesome way to think about it. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't know that's him, awesome. but like I watch him, and that's a cool to know that like I have a little touch in there. Never thought about it like that. Yeah, but what were you gonna Very say? Deep, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, um, what is it? YouTube videographers oh, and John Hill. Yeah, the YouTube videographers, like, and editors, and just that you know the, that direction. I think a lot of people can get jobs and make a living that way, especially moving forward, where. You know, YouTube's just becoming more and more popular, I feel like. And, you know, like a person like Dane Duncan, for instance, he's he doesn't know how to make videos or he yeah. doesn't know how to edit. He hates editing. And, you know, so he he needs someone. He's more of a there. personality. In a, and a lot of these people are like the two people you were t- talking about earlier who started like the Quest Fitness. Mm-hmm. P- people who are interesting and have something to show, but they might not be videographers or editors. Exactly. But they are so, probably going to want to get into YouTube soon. For sure. That interests me. And that's the thing Gary Gary loves to say, like, um, you know, vlog, vlog, everyone vlog, vlog, vlog. <laughs> but, you know, it's not that easy. Like, you can use yeah. your phone, yeah, but, you know, you I might not have any right now. Edit. Yeah, Justin, come on. What about I the vlog? I should have vlogged. I haven't vlogged in like a month, but <laughs> I'm gone on a little trip. I'm going to California, so I'm definitely vlogging that. You should. You should definitely do that. But, uh... Uh, did you? I think you're about to finish your point, or it's just an interesting um, space that's about to open up. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah it's really cool. Yeah, I, I think, think so, especially with big celebrities like The Rock. All these big celebrities that have tried to come over to YouTube and like mm-hmm. really approached it from like a produced standpoint, like making yeah. really polished content, m- m- grabbing the biggest influencers and collabing with them. I'm sure there's going to be things like that on a smaller scale where maybe this like sometime mid-level nba player or like something like that who's somewhat relatively famous or mm-hmm. and has like somewhat relative of a following is going to want someone to be their d-rock or be their personal videographer yeah. that would exactly. be a really cool opportunity even if you did it for free mm-hmm. and leveraged it somehow to start making money off of it later to right, follow exactly. this dude around he may not he might not be lebron james maybe he's like a bench player but i'm sure he still has an awesome yeah I'm sure he still has a very interesting story and, and that it'd be a cool opportunity and there's lots of people like that yeah who wouldn't love to watch like their favorite athlete or favorite band like behind the scenes who wouldn't want to yeah. watch a vlog of them you know everyone would yeah i always okay. wish like drake vlogged 
He doesn't even right? <laughs> barely oh. post Instagram stories. I mean, uh, he's like so busy that it'd probably be a waste. But if he hired someone to do it for him, I don't know. There's a plus and a minus to showing everything. I think some people do benefit from that's somewhat true. of a mystique, maybe mm-hmm. musicians, but that's I mean, he's so famous. Yeah. I don't think it'll, you can't get more famous than being the most famous pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting a bit, that's a whole different topic, but um, maybe we'll see. Maybe I'll have to do a solo podcast on that topic, <laughs> yeah. but um, I think we could wrap this one up here then. Uh, is there any, anything else that you want to say or any other projects that, that you want to mention before we wrap up here that, we, that you didn't get to talk about? Um, I guess, well, one thing I would like to add is a lot of people are like DMing me and messaging me and stuff like that. Oh yeah, we never got into that. <laughs> but I know <laughs> they're how just, it is. They're just, they're just like asking. They're just like, they're not giving. hey, Pompsy, um, how do I get a job at Vayner? And no that's initiative, like, yeah. It's like, why like i'm why aren't you like you gotta like add value to me somehow and then i can help you out like you don't just you know yeah that's why people don't get answered a lot i feel like yeah no i i definitely feel i get tons and tons of dms mostly just questions which i always answer but Mm -hmm. the one the times where i'm most capable to help someone is where they put it in front of me ready you know like somebody emailed me a couple of days ago there and they said hey we offer translation from english to spanish subtitles here's mm-hmm. why here's our rates here's some of our past work here's what we can do for you did you want to and that was something i replied to and i, I haven't done it yet but it's interesting mm-hmm. whereas he didn't just reply he gave me a solid opportunity time place date everything he didn't just reply and say hey we should collab sometime or hey we should do something you know yeah for sure. I think that's like a, a bit huge piece of advice. You got to figure out how to add value. Like if you haven't heard Gary say that, then you're not paying attention, but yeah, it's a real thing. <laughs> and uh, so where can people find you and DM you? If they wish, if they watch this whole podcast, I'm yeah. sure they'll, these will be nice DMs, <laughs> but uh, where can people find you? Where's the best place for people to reach you and follow you and see what you're up to? So YouTube is the most important one, then Instagram. But on every social, I'm at Pompsy. Um, that's, that's P-O-M-P-S-I-E. Okay, and I'll, I'll link uh, I'll link up to YouTube and Instagram and all that. Cool. Yeah, well, thanks for having me, Justin. Thank you that's so awesome. much for making the time, getting some, sure. getting some podcasts done. Thank you guys for watching, if you or listening, I should say, if you listened all the way. Again, mm-hmm. if you're listening on YouTube or anywhere else, the podcast is available on iTunes now, so leave a rating on it. Let me know what you think, and check out the other episodes if you've got some more hours to kill. So <laughs> thank you, Pompsy, for coming on. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you in the next one.